Welcome everyone. We are about to begin by Hashem BPW number 59. That's Pais Primi Share for Women. Share number 59. There is a beautiful letter written in the book called Holy Intimacy, co-authored by Sarah Marazo and Rivka Slonim. And some of the shiurim, last few shiurim, were based on many of the concepts in this book. And here, which I'm going to put out a PDF, is a wonderful, wonderful letter. It's a letter that parents should have to give to their daughter, or it's a letter that schools should give to girls that are marriageable age. It's written here, an open letter to the Kala, or aspiring Kala. And I guess it depends really on some of these actually... um, could be given to people, to girls, even at a quite early age. Um, because a lot of these things make sense, you know, especially, you know, even as you're 12, becoming bas mitzvah and becoming, a, trying to learn how to become a healthy adult, a lot of this letter is already relevant for them. Um, but certainly, certainly, you know, when you're someone's, 15, 16, even if they don't start going out and dating till 18, 19, 20, a lot of this is worthwhile to review and to incorporate and try to adapt because it's not just about marriage, it's about one's own self-growth. Actually, there's a lot of things in here that could apply to boys as well. Some obviously just to, to, um, to, to uh, girls, and this, this book was written focusing on women more than on men, but there's so many concepts here that could be helpful for men as well. So I'm not going to read the letter word for word. You have it as a PDF. But in the second paragraph, she says to start, is that the key really is, is to invest before marriage in yourself to make sure to do everything you can to be as healthy as possible physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And here is a big yeside for all of those boys and girls, both, who started to date and now it's years later and they're still not married. And they get very derailed by it and they get very discouraged by it, and it's understandable that they do. But to basically ch- explain to them, or parents can, get, for example, if you had a girl that started dating when she was 18 years old, and it's six years later, she's been dating pretty much for the six years, not married yet, now she's 24. Or a boy, a boy that started dating maybe when he was 21 and now he's 26 five years has gone by so what happens is in these five six years if it does happen it happens to people where some people get engaged right away and get married right away some it takes longer and they don't get married till a couple of years later so if one is trained they also have the talking they hope in Hashem, they look forward that they will get married 
But the bottom line is, is the people who finally did get married when they were 24, when they were 25, even though they were dating for five, six years, and now they're so, so happy and they feel it's worth, it was worth the wait, even though they didn't, you know, like the dating process and it was very painful, but Baruch Hashem, they got their basherta and they're happily married now. And then looking back, a lot of times they would look back and say, you know, I, I, I agonized so much over what's going to be, what's going to happen, I'll never get married, and, and what's going to happen to me. And they, they lost out on a lot of quality months and years even, worrying and obsessing and not really growing that much. And that could happen. And that is why it's so important to develop the mindset and to educate people to have this mindset of the following. Let's say a girl is 18, or a boy is 21, whatever it is, they're starting to date. Their mahalach, a healthy way would be, is, look, I'm going out dates, I'm doing my ishtadlis. I'm hoping with Hashem's help, I get married or engaged in the very near future. I can't predict anything, I see some people, it takes longer, some people, it takes shorter. But what I will do is, year masha year, whether it's long, whether it's short, I'm going to make sure that this period while I'm dating, that of course I'm busy with dating also, I will build myself. As it says here, to build yourself to be as healthy as possible physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And ironically, when you do that, so let's say you're 18 as an example, you started working, you know, I'm dating, but I'm also working on myself. I'm working on becoming the best possible potential wife that I could be, or a potential husband that I could be. And she's now 19. She's disappointed that she's not engaged yet. But she says, you know something, this year I grew a tremendous amount. I'm going to, for the next year, do the same thing. I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to become stronger, healthier, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. With Hashem's help, I will become a Kala. Hopefully she does. But if she doesn't, and it's now two years, she does not get crushed. She recognizes and sees, Baruch Hashem, that many people, even if they dated a longer period of time, they'll end up getting married, finding the right one, and being happy about it. And of course, it's understandable that oh, during this time of uncertainty, because you don't know how you know how things are going to unfold, there is anxiousness. It makes perfect sense. But nevertheless, if you train this with this mahalach, then it shouldn't happen. But if it took four years, if it took five years, and then they finally got engaged, they look could look back and say, you know something, I am a healthier, better person. I am much healthier in, uh, be, to be that potential husband, that potential wife that I could be. Because I'm stronger, I'm more mature, and I've grown tremendously. And that is the key. And what happens is, is very often when you grow, so let's say you worked on yourself till you're 20, from 18 to 22 as an example, you become less selfish, more loving, more giving, more spiritual, you attract the type of a husband that you are to whom you are now, which is a much more refined person, really your potential, you always had that, but now it came out 
and your better self came out. And that is what your potential husband got attracted to. And you got a high quality person based on your own behaviors and your own elevated, refined manner of conducting yourself. So it's a win-win situation. But again, it's, it is an assignment. Because while you're waiting, it's, it, 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 is, it is painful. But this is something that one needs to really work on or have parents or, or, or in school teach it. Basically, people think that they're wasting and they're agonizing when they're dating or they're stagnant. They're not growing because they're worried about dating or they're just wasting their life. That, like that is the obsessive thing. I, I can't learn. I can't study. I have, can't concentrate on working. I can't concentrate on my own healthy hobbies or my growth, because um, who am I going to marry? When am I going to get married? I'm, I'm, um, people are getting engaged around me, and I'm not married yet. I'm not married yet. But if you put that aside, you could grow in those three, four years, whatever it is. Again, we wish everyone becomes a chassan and kala very quickly. But if it does happen, then you have grown tremendously. You have developed hobbies. You developed skills. You developed uh, and you nurtured yourself in the best possible way. And you go into marriage in, in a healthy way. So that's, that is one Yesoid. She doesn't say this part, but basically she says you have to work on being healthy, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And I'm just adding here that this is very important all the time, but especially when one doesn't know how long they'll date and there's that span of time that could happen. And you use that span of time as best as you can. And then she says, in this letter, that if you put out a strong foundation for Shalom Bayis in the beginning of marriage, which you work on, then even as life gets busier with the children and other factors come up and you can't spend that much time with your husband as you used to in Shana Rishayna or when you only had one child, it was a little blows, and when you have a lot of children and it becomes more and more busy that you can't really interact with your husband as much and connect as much time-wise, but you have a balanced home and you're able that that foundation keeps it strong. Now, truth be told, just to point out something as I'm reading this, that even after children, even after many children, spouses can be intentional and focus on their husbands and their wives in quality time, no matter how long they're married and no matter how long, uh, how many children they have. And truth be told is the concept should be, we say this, husband to wife, wife to husband, that your husband is your first child. Does not mean in an immature way. Obviously, he's not a child. And a husband can't look at his wife as a child. They're adults, and there's a healthy adult relationship. We talked about this in the feedbacks when we're going through the book Inner Marriage. So... But when I mean child, I don't mean child and childish behaviors. What I mean is the first child, meaning in the caring and in the nurturing, in the paying attention and the love and the dedication, your husband is your first. Your wife is your first. And your children come afterwards, and that's the best thing for your children because then they see a beautiful marriage and they can grow. Then she writes in the second page, the top, that... No human being is perfect. We're all works in progress. Everyone, all of us have struggles, at least in one area of the, she divides into spiritual, emotional, and physical. 
Some people have more challenges than others. That's also true. Some could be resolved quickly and easily. Some will have those issues for the rest of our lives. And we need to navigate around it, to learn the tools and the skills to go about doing this as best as we can, despite whatever bumps we have in the road. road. And the way to do this is to have an honest self-assessment. And here is what is very much emphasized when you do a self-assessment is to know not just your chesreinus, your flaws, but to know your milus, you know your qualities. You could talk it over with somebody who's more objective, a true friend or a true educator that, that cares about you. And when after you marry, you could work with each other and be honest with each other on the flaws and the qualities and how to make things better. So it's important. That's the healthy balance, by the way, of not knocking yourself and bashing yourself if you see flaws. You recognize them and you try to improve. But also at the same time, you know, that, 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 that you, you recognize your qualities and what you could bring up in your potential. Then she splits it into three uh, el- uh, elements of health, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. She does a great job with this. And, and she even writes at the end that these questions and these aspects are, are you know, not all inclusive. There is thousands more that you could add yourself when you're making this cheshman nefesh in these areas. At the same time, she writes, don't be overwhelmed by these questions. Take one at a time. And this is really the key. When someone starts dating, this is their mindset. Even before dating, to be honest. When you're 16 already, 15 even, you already imagine, okay, I'm not even starting to date. Shidduchim are not in the parsha for another three years for sure. And there's nothing, you know, whatever it is. But I could still work on myself to build myself to be a potentially wonderful wife and for the boys to be a potentially wonderful husband. And, and that's very sad that in the chinuch of both boys and girls, this element is not en- emphasized. But it should be emphasized because this is mamish life and death. I would even say that much. It is the the the, the kiyum of the of the family nucleus and the mishpacha and marriages atali in learning about these things and working through it. So let's go through the physical. How do you feel about your body? Are you happy with your body image? Obviously, it means in a healthy way, not overly obsessed with your physicality but at the same time to care for your physical self in the he- in a healthy way it asks here if you're sleeping eating exercising healthy and it's sometimes very hard for teenagers to do this they go very often into an extreme where they overstudy overwork even overstay up too late and and all these things and they lack and they don't eat healthy and they think it's for old people or for people who are not well or they have to watch their diet and, and you know, it, no. It a teenager, with their full health now, God willing, they have it, they need to eat and sleep and exercise properly. Truth be told, you get a checkup every year with blood work to check that you're okay and that you're fine. And 
The idea is, Rav, Mil- Rav Ignola said this very often, that people, he, 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 he inco- it was, you know, he dealt mostly with boys, he was mashkiach in the yeshiva and so on, that they were depressed and down or anxious, seemed to have emotional problems, almost to the point of a nervous breakdown sometimes, I think he mentioned. And the first thing he did, he, he, he is, I'm giving you a regimen of eating three square meals a day. I'm going to tell you when and exactly what to eat and how much to eat and, and to take walks and to get this amount of sleep. And even if you can't sleep, you, you lay down and rest and whatever it is and get you sleep. And he said, he was made, that if they stuck to that regimen within a two-month period, they were like a new person, emotionally like a new person, spiritually like a new person, because they took care of their physical health. Do I practice the routine of hygiene, self-grooming, dressing nicely, sneeistic, but presentable, to take care of your physical appearance? This is important, by the way, even predating age. Even predating age for, for girls and for boys to dress in a, not like a, what they call in English a schlump, Yours truly here was not good with this, to be honest with you. Took a while, and I'm still learning. I'm not, you know, whatever it is. So for all of you out there, even in the girls' side, certainly on the men's side, that struggle with this, that they're not, they're not into their, either because they're spiritual or because whatever the reason is, they don't care much about the way they look. It could be because they don't have a good self-image, so they just let themselves loose and say, ah, whatever it is, it is. I'm not, I'm not as beautiful as whatever anyway, so I might as well just, you know, not care, which is also not healthy. No matter what your physical appearance, the etzem is, this is a very important thing, that the, the way the world is made, yes, there are people that are, objectively speaking, more attractive than others, but every person has that tafkid and they could be as beautiful as they can be in a healthy way and you need to accept yourself love yourself for the things that you cannot change about your body you accept it fully the things that you can you work through and you work on if someone's not happy because they are 40 pounds overweight and they don't look as good they could do something about that so wears a very you know, clothing that are, you know, colors clash and, 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 and whatever it is, they can work on that. But whatever you can work on based on the gifts that you have, you work on and take pride in your physical appearance. And this is important even when you're not pre-dating age, certainly when you're getting close to dating age. Then to ask yourself if you feel well or you have other ailments. For the women, it's also yeast infections and things like that. For men and women, it's general colds, other ailments that you have. Do you have urinary problems? Do you have with your, your, your uh, you know, in the, with the men with their urine flow, and and the, with the women with their with with urinary tract infections and things like that, digestive disorders, things that you know that is a little off for the women in particular about their periods, whether they're they're they're. In the, in the range, or if, um, it, it, you know, it's always painful, but if it's extreme pain, you need to see if you could take care of it. Hormonal swings, 
she writes functionings and also functioning skills, cooking, budgeting, housekeeping, time management, laundry, and organizational skills. This is very interesting. And again, I think a lot of the women, you know, you women know more than I would about what girls are taught or should be taught. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's, you know, it could be in seminaries, they are very abstract and not practical in many of the things. But again, we're not here to open up that subject right now. But the idea being is somehow, some way, in some form, on the, on the women's side, certainly, to learn these skills. And you can learn it when you're already 14, even earlier, but 15 through 18, pre, pre-dating time to learn how to cook certain things, to learn how to budget, you know, to learn how to do bank reconciliations, to do how to, and even if you think your husband's going to end up doing it, but it's a good thing to know, and it's a good thing to understand, and it's a tool. Housekeeping, time management, laundry, organizational skills, it's good for everything. And men on their, on their things, they need to learn a lot of these skills too. If they could, you know, whatever it is, the the budgeting, how to use a credit card properly, how to, you know, organizational skills with what they have to do. So this is a short list on the physical aspects of it. And I want to please ask all of you to send feedback if you could expand on this letter. Read it carefully. I'm going to go through it in the next share as well. But read it carefully, and if you see that there's things that could be enhanced and, 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 and more developed, please bring it to, uh, to my attention and, and to build upon this list, because this is tremendous. This is something not just for a colleagist to read two, week, two weeks before her wedding. I believe a lot of this needs to be read years before. For, this is obviously written more on you know, focusing on women, you know, yeast infections, periods, and things like that are mentioned here in the physical thing, because this is a book for the women on the men. A lot of these concepts are very much similar, but it's just, uh, you know, different in certain ways, obviously physically and sometimes emotionally, but a lot of it is to be a healthy human being overall. To be a healthy wife or a healthy husband, you need to be a healthy human being. And to be a healthy human being, that's universal. That cuts across genders. Men and women alike share a lot of those values, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, where they are single, they are the same in that way. They have different roles and so on and so forth, but in many, many aspects, it's as the being a human being, you can learn a lot of these skills. Bracha <laughs> Natslacha.